hi there. It's me, Laura Wong, your host. <laughs> it's been quite a while since I've recorded one of these. I'm sorry. Uh, I decided that this is basically the only way I can produce a podcast is uh, not doing it to try and build it. Just kind of using it as a supplement to Lady Moon Co., which is what it was supposed to be to begin with. Uh, podcasts are a lot of work, and I'm busy. So, uh, yeah, in order to not overwhelm myself, which is sort of the theme of today's rant, I stopped doing it. Um, didn't have a lot to say to anyone else. And that's all right, you know? Uh, sometimes we need to really not share things. Oversharing can be very, very, very draining. Um, and that's sort of what I want to talk about today because I'm, I shit you not, total, total disclosure, in a state of complete burnout with what I'm doing. And I would, I thought it might be beneficial to talk to you all, uh, while I'm in this state of complete fucking burnout so that we can learn something together. Sound good? So pandemic is still happening. Today is December 4th. Whoa, someone just bought, sorry, I just opened my phone and someone bought something. Thank you to whoever just bought something. Um, and I only get PayPal notification. I will explain all this in a sec, my system. So it is Monday, December 14th, 2020, the year of the Corona virus. I hope everyone is doing all right. Uh, I know we're all not doing all right. In fact, I'm starting uh, Lexapro tomorrow. So that's exciting. Um, a very, very low dose to start out with. Um, yeah, it's reached that point where I need help with managing my anxiety. And I'm not ashamed to admit that. I don't care. I know a lot of people that are on it. And I was like, really? Oh, I didn't know that. I don't fucking care. It's fine. No shame in helping yourself. And I would like to state that out loud because not enough people do. So there you go. Literally expecting it delivered tomorrow. This year has been really, really, really good financially for me, for Lady Moon Co., uh, for financial growth, for sales. It's been real, real bad for me personally. Um, so that's a fun juxtaposition of this really positive thing growing and, and business has been great. I mean, people are like just sitting at home buying things. So e-commerce is fucking incredible, you know, and I really feel for performers, my friends that are, I, you guys know, I used to be an actor, people that perform, do theater, uh, my friends and my husband that is a performer. I mean, I feel really bad for them. And of course, everyone that's going through hard times and have lost somebody. I've known people that have passed because of the virus. I know plenty of my like kind of 
whatever, we're full disclosure, my redneck family that have gotten fucking coronavirus because they live in places where I'm pretty sure they don't wear masks and they support the current administration. So um, <clears throat> that's been not great to hear, but, you know, there's a silver lining in this. Uh, the election went very well and well, as well as could be expected. Um, so a little sigh of relief on that, on that for sure. Um, not to be like too political. This is not going to be a political episode, but you know, it's, it's past the point of politics as we all know. So hopefully people's lives will improve. So lives improving. Speaking of that, um, as you guys know, if you follow me on Instagram, stupid fucking Instagram, you know that I like to rant sometimes and I like to, on my story, and a lot of you guys are like, turn it into a episode, like, so we can fucking listen to it. And I'm like, I know. And then I don't. That's my Gemini brain going, I need to let this out right now or it's not going to happen later. That's how I kind of operate. Uh, I need to spew things out and then I'm kind of done. Like, I don't know if I'm not a person that like when they would write essays in school would like to reread them and like correct them. I'm kind of like, well, that's what I wrote. So it's sacred. <laughs> I don't know if anyone else is like that. I'm just like, well, that's what came out of my mouth and that's it. There's no, there's no editing my truth. <laughs> like journal entries are just like, boom, like just boom, boom, boom. Poetry I write, boom, boom, boom. I don't rarely go back and change a poem because it flowed in that moment. That's what it was. Anyways, maybe that's why I did improv. Although I wasn't as good as at improv comedy as I probably should have been. Um, again, I got to be in the mood. So if, yeah, it's this weird thing with me. I, I'm definitely not a Virgo type where it's like, I'm organized all the time and I can, I can do repetitive things and have a schedule and like people expect things of me and then I can deliver. That's kind of not my forte. It's sort of whatever. I don't know why I'm talking. Well, it's my podcast. I can talk about myself, right? It's fine. So you guys raise your hand. If you're sick of the internet, did you raise your hand? I'm raising my hand. You know why? Because I seriously think that social media is the most necessary evil I have ever encountered in my life for me. Um, it's caused me so much fucking anxiety that I, I for real, for the past six months, have wanted to throw my phone into the fucking ocean and watch it drown and just live on a farm and co-op everything. And that's how I make money and just like go sell at a farmer's market, like a fucking beet farm. Like I want to Dwight Schrute it and not talk to anyone ever again. That's sort of my mindset right now. Um, it's not the worst it's been it, it about a month ago, I would say, I mean, it, obviously it's causing me physical 
anxiety manifestations. So it's affecting my life. But I think the act of this, this um, excessive connection to people that we do not know causes a lot of complication because one, the communication I don't think is completely real. Not real. It's, it's real. Like when we, when we text somebody or we message, we DM somebody with words, that's a real communication, but I don't think it's a full expression of what humanity was meant, how it was meant to communicate. And we're evolving towards using that more to rely on understanding one another. But I feel like language and hearing and hearing nuances in people's voices and their intonations are how you really communicate fully with somebody. And since that's just been thrown out the goddamn window lately, um, something I've been doing that I've found to be really quite smart is to use voice messaging for pretty much everything. So there's a feature on your phone. I don't know if you guys know this or not. If you don't, don't be ashamed. I'm about to blow your mind. There's a little microphone when you go to text somebody, when you go to DM somebody, and you can record your voice, like record a message and send it. So that way, when they get the message, they hear your voice, they hear your intonation, they hear, they hear you. And that I think has dis diffused a lot because there is no like, oh, are they going to take this the wrong way? Just fucking voice message them. I voice messaged people I've never talked to in my life, like Instagram friends where we're always like, oh, I love you. You know, I fucking love you. But and we support each other's shops or whatever. Or I've even done it to 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 followers and customers. I'll just hit them with a little voice message. And it's very, it's more, per, it's like writing a handwritten note all the time. You guys, it's like writing a handwritten note every time you type something. It's that extra touch where they're like, oh, they sent me. And I've had people do it to me. And I'm like, oh, I like you because intonations matter. I have ended friendships through text messages. People have ended marriages through text messages. When perhaps if we had heard what someone was really trying to say, things would have ended up differently. Closure could have happened quicker. Like it's just, I feel like scaling back or taking a different approach to how we deal with technology is going to help our mental health right now when you're someone who can't necessarily be off of it completely because it's your job <clears throat> me right said this before i'll say it again if this wasn't my job i wouldn't be on the motherfucking internet like i wouldn't i wouldn't say the internet i wouldn't be on social media i'd still google random things at 3 a.m like what did i google the other day I forgot it was, it was something funny, something very random, like who used to date, like, like, I don't know. It was, it was some stupid celebrity fact or something about a movie, but 
so that that's the main thing I started doing is these voice messages and I do it to my assistant because it's quicker to ex- also quicker to explain if I'm trying to explain something to her about a product or whatever, like it's way easier to just do that. And she does it right back, you know, like it's, and it's easy for her. She has a baby and it's like easier. I would imagine to just how, you know, to just ramble it off real quick rather than sit there and fucking type. You don't have to look at the phone to do a voice message. You can look off, look in the mirror You can do other, sh- other shit. Right. So, so that's, my first tip, right? Or whatever you can, maybe that's not your thing. Maybe you're super shy and you like texting. That's do you, do you, it's fine. Um, I've talked about blocking people. I think I did a whole episode about blocking people and muting people, even people that you like, like I've talked about this a lot. There are a few shops that I hate (laughs) that used to be friends of mine, like in-person friends of mine that are asshole fucking shit faces. And um, I basically never named names or talked about it. Like, well, I've talked about it, but like I've never named names or caused drama because I'm, I'm an unproblematic person. And it's a curse and a blessing, you know, because I just, I'm so goddamn professional. But... I'm not above blocking. I'm not above muting people that are mutual friends of ours that post their shit. Cause that just shows me how much they really give a fuck about me and my feelings, the people that know what happened. Um, And the people that don't know, they don't know that's not their fault. So I just kind of mute them and once in a while go on their page and like their shit, just to let them know that I'm not a hater. And this is the world we live in, you guys. So that's uh, another longstanding tip of mine is to put up those boundaries because there is nothing fucking worse than feeling really good and then seeing your, for lack of a better word, I'm going to say abuser, um, then seeing your abuser, someone that did you wrong, name pop up or their handle pop up in a fucking list of shops to follow or a fucking giveaway. There's nothing worse than that to be in a good mood. And then to see like 25 people, you go, Oh, there's a giveaway and they're in it too. This is why I don't do giveaways anymore. I don't really do. That's not true. I'm about to do a really cool one. Uh, But um, they're few and far between. I just don't, for me, feel like the ass kissy games, they get you more followers but do they get you more happiness? I'm just kidding. Uh, do they, they get you more followers, but it's just dealing with other people, especially other shop owners. Sometimes it's like, fuck you. Um, yeah. Like I've said before, there, no one's given us fucking degrees and then letting us go on Instagram. It's like a kid, like anybody can have a fucking kid. You know, it's like they don't they don't test you before you got to do it. So the small businesses on Instagram is kind of like the Wild West of um, especially women, female shop owners. Like, my God, the the cattiness is just, you know, take people that are are. Business women, strong women got their own way of doing shit. 
untrained business people, just put them in a room and watch the claws come out. You guys, it's like, you copied me. You da da da. You use the same font as me. You fucking da da. It's like, just shut the fuck up. Shut up. Unless someone is actually copying you. Like, please understand what plagiarism actually is. What fucking rights you have to copyright something. Like, if you, if someone is, someone is copying you, like, I've had people blatantly sell the same fucking products as me. But if I didn't, copyright the if the product is not copyrightable i don't know if there's a better legal term for that then i got nothing don't see me crying about it like know your fucking rights be a professional and don't be like starting drama and having people because that just makes it acceptable and you just look like a fucking idiot to me don't be like oh i better Go comment on their page and, oh, don't bully each other like that. That's fucking stupid. Act like the big brands. Big brands meaning like, uh, like fucking like when Disney or like Pixar, you know what I mean? Or they own, they own them now, but like, <laughs> that's a bad example. Like Walmart and Target, like when... Target does a sale and then Walmart turns around and does the exact same sale. You don't see them fucking going, oh, you copied me, though. No, that they're playing game. Business is a game. Entrepreneurism. I'm sounding real smart right now. It's just don't. It's hard not to take things personally. I know. But like particularly when it's women who already tend to hate each other for whatever societal reason I won't go into because you guys probably know already. Like, stop. That's why I tell people that I see getting blatantly copied. It's like, well, what can you do to protect yourself legally? Because that's how the world works. You know, if you come at someone with a cease and desist, you know, and or wanna, you want to scare somebody, you want to shake somebody like a little bit, you better, you can email pretending to be your own lawyer. Okay. Like I'm not advising you do that literally, but I've done it before. So, I mean, like it, I don't know, like, look, this is just advice. Obviously I'm not a lawyer. I should probably disclaimer that, but you know what, what's even better than pretending to be a lawyer. I should say hire an actual lawyer. Lawyers can be scary. Um, I had, did I have her on? Yeah. I have a whole episode uh, featuring our lawyer, Taylor. And she answered a lot of questions. She is a very, she's a woman of color. She's a small business owner too. She runs her own practice. Like you're supporting an actual person that that is not a creepy sleazy old man. Do you know what I mean? Like there are there are lawyers out there that are small business professionals and could really help you figure out what your rights are. So I highly suggest uh, looking into that. And there are people that are young people and that are excited to help and really knowledgeable. And um, that's an expense that is a business expense. You know, like that's that's how it is. That is, that's my advice. That's my stance on that. Um, where the fuck did I go with this tangent? Um, 
Okay, so you guys, so here's my plan being as totally burnt out as I am, right? Well, you know what? Before I tell you my grand plan, I'm going to talk about Instagram as a platform right now because there's a lot of changes going on that I don't even fully understand, but this is what I gather. Basically, Instagram is changing. It has come to a point where they're trying to compete with Amazon and trying to cut out the middleman between them and a sale. Basically, normally, you tag a product, that product links to your Shopify, your big cartel, whatever. Shopify big cartel gets a cut of that sale and you, you know, that's how you pay them and you make money. What Instagram, with Instagram checkout is trying to implement is for people to be able to, and I guess I should say it's Facebook and Instagram checkout is to, for people to be able to check out directly on their app. So they get a cut of the sale, not Shopify or big cartel, if that makes sense. Sounds, it's, eh. my problem with it is when they roll out something new like this, they want people to, of course, interact with it and use it. And when you don't, I think they don't favor you in terms of showing your shop to people in terms of, if you don't play the game, they're not going to reward you. It's their app. They have every right to do what they're doing. Uh, But for small businesses, it sucks because there's a lot of agreements that you need to adhere to, like must ship within three days because they're trying to be like Amazon. They're trying to basically make us be like Amazon workers and to ship out things quicker than maybe we have the limitations for or we have the time for. So I've decided not to do it for now, but I'm probably going to because my engagement is complete trash right now. Um, And I don't think it's me. I think it's, I think it's a lot of different things, but I think the main thing is that platform change, right? So basically my follower numbers have like plateaued um, for like six months, which is very unusual for me. Like I had growth, like, like hundred new followers a week, like constantly for the past two years or three years. So that was a little discouraging. Um, And I really had to step back and say, what do these numbers reflect and how does it affect me? Follower count is just that it's the people that follow you on Instagram. If obviously if you have a larger number, you have a little more clout, you visually you have clout it's not uh that's not to say that you're a better business than anyone that has a smaller amount of followers hell no doesn't mean you're making more money than other smaller shops because that is not true um it just means that you have a higher follower account and for us we've been trained to see that and think that we want that. We, of course you want numbers to go up, but we count up. We don't count backwards. Like we want, it's just a condition that we're, we're follower count, follower count, follower count. Right. Um, and for me, I was beginning to, it was beginning to make me think like, wow, like nobody do, does my business suck. 
Do people not like what I'm putting out? Do, do, am I just on my way out now? Is that just going to dwindle from, is it just over? Cause at some point, you know, it's going to change or the party's going to, the party's going to move to a different location. You know what I'm saying? Um, and that really fucking hurts, you know? Uh, but I don't think that's the case. I think it's, cause I put out some amazing shit, our decks and our capes this year. Are you kidding me? That's some of my best work creative. I had a creative burst like a while ago. It's, it's now kind of dwindled, but <laughs> I put out some really, really quality things this year. I'm really proud of and to not see that reflected in those numbers like I'm used to was is very hard. It is very hard because it's still going on. But we need to remember that does not reflect financial. Even though my finances are great, even though I made a lot, I made like double the money I made last year. That's a huge jump. But why am I not happy about that? Why am I, I mean, I'm happy about it, but like why doesn't that just completely reassure me? And I go, oh, it's fine. Why am I still bummed that my, it's like fucking crazy how trained we are to give a shit about this follower count. So if this is happening to anybody else, you're not alone. It's like, even if anyone, someone else is growing and you're not like, it's just, everyone's different. Instagram's crazy right now, you know, anyway. Okay. So Basically, I don't want to be addicted to my phone anymore. Every fiber of my being, every spiritual guide I have is like, get the fuck out of this cycle. It's hard to balance because it's my job and I'm a very hard worker and I like to make sure I'm in the game and whatever. <clears throat> I'm going to have a drink. Hold on. A little drink, drink of my green tea. <clears throat> and I can't ignore it anymore, you guys. Obviously, we're in the middle of Christmas season. Um, so I decided to take all of January off of Instagram. That's not easy for me. I've literally posted on Instagram or been, you know, aware, checking or in whatever for three years straight. I have not let up. And that's, that's not good. Um, there is a sense of FOMO when you are not logged in. Like what happened today? Like what? But it's like, What's happening in front of my face is what I'm interested in. What's happening outside? Like what's, I feel very connected to the, it's just, I'm addicted to it. It's an, it's an addiction and it's my job. So normally you could tell somebody, well, you should just cut it off completely and you get used to it, but I can't do that or I will not make money and then I cannot live. So because Instagram is a huge part of our marketing, you know, it's a huge part of it. Um, so sort of figure, sort of figuring out ways to pivot from that being the main source is something I'm interested in. Like email marketing, I would love to do that more uh, efficiently. 
running ads, I would love to run some ads. Uh, you don't have to post on Instagram every day. Like I know people that post like once a week and it's fine. I definitely see sales go up if I post. So that's hard to deny. Um, but luckily I have an amazing assistant feather. You guys know feather who has agreed to basically just post every few days while I'm detoxing. So she's going to be running the Instagram and it's a feather takeover you guys for the month of January. So we're excited about that. Um, yeah, I'm going to bank some posts, you know, maybe like 12 posts and then every Monday, Wednesday, Friday, she can post. Um, and then, you know, interact with people. Like I trust her to do that because she knows our brand and she's not an idiot. So I, you know, I trust somebody enough to do that is pretty rare and exciting. And I thought, well, you know what? I should just ask her to do it. And she agreed. So yeah, starting January 1st, I'm fucking out you guys for a month. I'm and oh no, no, the boundaries don't stop there. Uh, there's more. So I decided, so I still need to be able to take phone calls and, but how do I, how do I actually stop myself from picking up my phone and opening my apps? Well, I bought a burner phone. You guys, I bought a phone that is not a smartphone. I bought a fucking burner phone. I bought a phone that is like a fucking flip phone. There is no, there are no apps. There are no, the battery lasts for like 12 days. Like there is, there is, it's not a smartphone. Uh, you can't text. There's, I don't think, yeah, you can't text. It's just phone calls. And I'm going to use that phone for a whole month. And I'm going to turn off my smartphone and I'm not going to fucking, I know it sounds like, wow, that's great, Laura. But like, it's a big deal if you think about it. Like I'm, yeah, I'm going to live like I did in like the late nineties. I'm gonna, I'm going to detox. So basically there's phones you can buy that are burner phones that have like separate numbers. And then there's phones you can buy that you can uh, switch your SIM card to another phone, or there's like a way to assign your phone number. You can forward your phone number to another phone, which is what I think I'm going to do because the SIM cards don't always align. So the phone's like 80 bucks. I use Verizon. So it's like on, I think you can just get them on verizon.com and then you can, you can fucking get off the internet. I'm not going to be able to Google anything. I'm so excited. I'm so fucking excited. I can't even, I'm just like, oh my God, like how cool is that going to be? Right. So that's what I'm doing. January 1st, I'm done. I don't gotta, you know, I don't gotta do shit, but I'm still, I can still check my email to go on my laptop check my email, you know, I'll still be running my business, creating things for like Valentine's release. Like I'm already on Valentine's cause I personally cannot stand Christmas. Um, 
it's very, it's very, I have a lot of trauma attached to it and a lot of sadness. So, uh, yeah, it's not my thing. So I'm kind of already creating things for Valentine's day, which is my second favorite aesthetic. I think Valentine's day is stupid, but I love the Venus love, like feminine kind of vibes that come with Valentine's day or the, you know, the symbol of Valentine's day. And, um, yeah, I'm definitely excited to do a few really cute um, pins or yeah, where's a pin that's coming back? I guess I can announce it here. Fuck it. Uh, a pin that was discontinued is coming back. Our I Defy You Stars pin is coming back. Our Romeo and Juliet pin is coming back. Our Sacred Heart with the Wings coming back for valentine's day so very very excited about that already placed the order uh and i'm working on some i'm like 95 percent sure i'm making these these witchy conversation heart pins uh like a little pin set of like three or four little witchy conversation hearts how cute is that and i'm gonna try and like make the backing card like a little a little box or like a little, you know, like a card that you open and then they're there. It's, I love Valentine's Day, you guys. So yes, the feminine colors, the aesthetic is very, like, I'm already happy thinking about it. So uh, that's what I'm working on. And I'm working on my something else that I'm very excited about. Another pin. I'm back on the pin train, you guys. Um, A pin that I'm really, really excited about. And I'm still working on. And I won't, I'm not going to tell you, but it's a tribute to something that affected me very deeply as a child show that I used to watch. So, um, and a person that means a lot to me, a celebrity that doesn't get credit for what she did. Anyways, I will get on that later, but that's kind of what I've been working on. I've been, you know, it's what it's December 13th and I'm already working on things for February. So that's kind of how, this goes with planning, but I'll have time to be creative and to plan out the rest of the year. Uh, I'm going to do a whole sea witch collection in for summer, like beach towel. Like I'm very excited because I'm so much a sea witch and I'm not by the sea and it sucks. It sucks. Um, but Anyways, I'm excited about that. And that's kind of all I guess I have sort of figured out right now. But um, yeah, I'm excited to be creative and to not just be on this computer because my magic has suffered. My connection has suffered. And I think we need to disconnect to connect. I, at least I do. It It's affecting me a lot. So um, that's what I'm being advised to do spiritually. And um, like, I just need to get to know my magic again, because it's just been all about my business. Although it's definitely come through like with the deck, uh, you guys, I don't know if you know, but I have a deck. It's called the Sirens of Song deck. And it is all my favorite 
songs or songs that I've interpreted um, to be symbolic of the major and minor arcana. So it's a really, really, oh, I really like the way it's, it's being read and, and people have shared with me that it means a lot to them. And I'm really fucking proud of it. It's original. I've never seen it done before uh, to this extent. I love it. I love it. I'm proud of it. You can buy it, uh, ladymoon.co or Etsy, Sirens of Song deck, if you need a gift for your anyone that loves tarot or anyone that loves music, really. Um, especially like I have, I, I have 80s, 90s, 2000s. I have songs from every genre, but it's heavy on the 90s because I love 90s music and I miss the 90s all the time. And... Uh, one of the cards is a Lane Staley card for instance, for instance, I love Lane Staley. He's my, one of my favorite vocalists of all time. Um, I don't know why I love him so much. I just love Allison Chains and I got to pay tribute to him. He's the hanged man. I know it's kind of sad, but he, it was perfect because he, yeah, it's a tragic end to a beautiful, talented person. Um, but I think I did it justice and I'm, I don't see enough of him around. I don't see enough tributes um, of him. It's all Kurt Cobain. And as much as I respect Kurt Cobain, Lane Staley is better. So long live Lane Staley as the hanged man card. So yeah, I'm, Ooh, my Dollar Tree order ships. See, I looked at my phone right now. Like, I buy all your candy through dollartree.com. So there's a big old bulk of, bulk of candy coming pretty soon. Um, yeah, I just wanted to come on and share that. Oh, what else? Uh, so we're going to start, I think, me and Annalisa from Dirtworks Ceramics. You may know Dirtworks Ceramics if you don't. I forgot if her handle is at Dirtworks underscore ceramics, but... Anyway, she's like the best ceramicist on the fucking planet. And um, I really, I think she's a good friend. She, I like her a lot. And uh, yeah, so Amal, yeah. So, so she had this fun idea today where she's like, I want to just have a podcast segment, like Laura should do this, where we just vent about shit and... Uh, like small business stuff. So we might have like small business event episodes with co-hosted by Annalisa. So I don't even know what that's going to be yet, but um, she's fucking funny as fuck. So I'm like really, and we're into like the same things, I think. So uh, I like her and uh, that'll be fun. But um, yeah, getting back to what's important in January. So uh, if you're a business owner, I highly recommend doing the, the burner phone thing. <laughs> oh my God. It's just, if you're not even a business owner, if you're just a person who's sick of the fucking internet, I highly suggest getting yourself a non-smartphone and just being, you know, and seeing how much time you actually spend on your fucking phone. It makes me sick personally, how much time I do. So, 
Anyway, I hope you guys have a good day. And uh, thanks for listening. I know this is few and far between, but, you know, there's a lot of podcasts out there. And uh, thank you for choosing Lady Mooncast. Have a nice one. Uh, Bye-bye.